What's up, guys? Josh Pate here from 24-7 Sports, joined by National Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong. It is the weekly Wolfong Recruiting Whip Around. You look to your left, Steve, you look to your right. There is chaos everywhere. People are postponing seasons in the Big Ten and the Pac-12, but you and I need to talk about it from a recruiting standpoint. A lot of questions, a lot of uncertainty. Take it anywhere you want to. Big Ten first. A postponed season, what does it do in the world of recruiting? I don't know if it's an advantage for them or a disadvantage. And when I say advantage, let's go with if they have a spring season, maybe college prospects, the dead period is finally lifted. We've been in a mandated NCAA recruiting dead period since March, maybe by the time next spring when college football teams are playing football uh, in the Big Ten that can have prospects on campus to visit. So now maybe you're hosting prospects for games and in the, in the, in, in you're now recruiting that 2022 cycle. Maybe that gives you an advantage uh, with some of those prospects that they're able to come and, and, and visit you for a game and you have fans in the stand and, and they can take in the pageantry of an Ohio State game with dot the I at the shoe or, or be inside the big house uh, at, at Michigan and, and take in a terrific environment up there or, or certainly a whiteout in, in Happy Valley. And maybe I'm getting ahead of myself with how many people will, would be at a, at a ball game, but you get my point where an SEC coach, an SEC head coach told me last night that they thought it was an advantage for them on the recruiting trail against the schools that aren't playing this fall. And so I don't know, man, how it's gonna shake out. Uh, as far as is, is it an advantage or a disadvantage right now? Now, a, a, Ryan Day doesn't have to worry about preparing his football team to play for a game this fall. Uh, he can put all his time and energy into recruiting Emeka Buka, a five-star receiver from Washington, uh, where Oklahoma's the other contender. And now maybe Lincoln Riley's got to prepare to beat the Texas Longhorns and, and, and can't devote as much time to recruiting. Uh, but, hey, if Oklahoma goes out and wins 12 football games and Ohio State didn't play a game, uh, maybe that's advantage sooner. So I, I, I couldn't give you an exact answer. Uh, I don't – and – uh, I guess time will tell. I'm disappointed that there's not going to be football in the Big Ten, and I'm disappointed there's not going to be football in, in the Pac-12. And if people actually like came out and, and Josh said, hey, this is why we're really not playing, I, I could buy it more than just that we made these decisions for, for the safety of the athletes because I think that the decisions go way beyond uh, what they're expressing to us through, through statements. Yeah, messaging has not been the best this week, but I mean, at least you and I do have some upcoming commitments to talk about. I'm looking at my screen right now, and I see the face of Monkel Goodwine. And this is a guy whose announcement is set for this Saturday as we're recording, August 15th. And so the very latest, Steve, on a guy who is 6'4", 260 defensive end there out of Maryland, uh, this is one that a number of the big-time programs have been involved with. I think he's a guy that college coaches project as someone that could play several positions across the front. Alabama's a 24-7 sports crystal ball favorite. I logged my forecast in favor of the Crimson Tide Wednesday morning, joining uh, Bama Online insiders Tim Watts and Hank South and, and my colleague Brian Doan uh, from the national team. And I like Alabama for Goodwine because I think the most relevant thing for him is just the 
pedigree that that the program has had in getting players drafted at the position and I think that Goodwine looks at his potential and, and, and sees Alabama's program as one that he has the best opportunity to maximize that. Clemson uh, I think is the dark horse in, in this one. He's on a short list of, of guys that Dabo Sweeney and his staff are, are all in on. Kentucky, Texas A&M, a couple others that, that Goodwine has high interest in. But as things stand now uh, on Wednesday morning as we record this, I think Alabama in great shape to add him to what is the nation's number two recruiting class as they continue to try and reel in Ohio State for number one. Yeah, we're talking about that number one class. We have been for a while, and there have been varying degrees of speculation about whether anyone would be able to unseat Ohio State atop the 24-7 sports team rankings. And so kind of a different headline this past week, Steve. We don't see it very often, at least we haven't in this cycle. A decommitment, pretty high profile in nature from Ohio State. Tunmi's Adelaide, the high four-star defensive end who is at IMG, decommits, and now let's hit the reset button on his recruitment. Where do things stand here? Who are the players? Well, you have Alabama, so if the, the Crimson Tide in that race for number one to, to have him go from Ohio State's class and now put him uh, in Alabama's class, that would certainly really chip away. I, I think that that would put uh, Alabama in great position to finish number one. Uh, Alabama, Texas A&M, one source thought it would come down to those two programs. Uh, Tamizi is a Lone Star State native, lives close to College Station. Another source said Texas A&M uh, was his first love. Um, and and then Florida is the third school in the mix. They were actually the last program to get him on campus. They had him in March. And I, I think that my whole per perception of, of Florida and the way they recruit has changed this week, Josh, uh, with them uh, winning the recruitment on Sunday of five-star cornerback Jason Marshall. That was the first blue chip battle uh, that uh, Florida won uh, in, in quite some time. Uh, you have to go back to a couple cycles ago when, when they beat a lot some of the same schools for Chris Bogle. Because if you look at last year's class, Josh, they landed Gervin Dexter, who was a five-star defensive tackle. But that wasn't really a recruiting battle. They had him in camp early, offered him, identified him before everybody, and got him committed. Yeah, Georgia tried to flip him late, but Florida had a huge advantage there and, and kept him in the fold. And then Derek Wingo was another prospect who was in a five-star discussion uh, that was at one point committed to Penn State, uh, but out of Fort Lauderdale, St. Thomas Aquinas, Florida should be able to uh, flip a high-profile in-state kid uh, from a Big Ten program in-state. In and then Xavier Henderson uh, wasn't a layup recruitment in any sense of the word as they beat Clemson and, and Georgia and, and others for him last cycle, but his older brother is also C.J. Henderson, who was a terrific player for the Gators, so they had a built-in advantage there. The Jason and Marshall recruitment, uh, no built-in anything. They just went out and beat Alabama and Clemson and Miami and a ton of other programs uh, for that blue chip corner. It gives me more faith uh, that they can go out and maybe win a battle like this one for, for Tunmizi, where the, the narrative of the early signing period of National Signing Day last year Florida was putting up a goose egg for a lot of those top targets and even lost a talented receiver uh, to West Virginia. So uh, Florida recruiting, my perception changes with them uh, winning Jason Marshall. Now all of a sudden you, you come to, to this recruitment, some of the others like Terry and Arnold and then and Xavier and Sori and some of those other uh, uh, Ballyhood recruits that they're in the middle of it for. I feel better about Florida maybe being able to pull it out after seeing them pull out Jason Marshall. Man, some noise out of Gainesville for a change. Change, by the way, the name of the game right now. 
Nothing is certain. We'll probably have overturned a lot of this by this time next week, but here is where you can keep it locked. Steve Wolfong and the Wolfong Recruiting Whip Around and keep it locked on 247sports.com for all the latest. Steve, I'll see you next week, man.